Hey guys, what's going on? I'd like to welcome you to Hustle Talk, and I'm your host, Anthony Dostache. And today, I have a very special guest by the name of Anthony Beltrano, also goes by AB. Um, so Anthony Beltrano is a local football coach. He's a varsity football coach at Addison Trail High School. He's also involved in freshman freshman basketball. Um, and him and I go way back, and he graduated Addison Trail in 2011. Um, I graduated in 2007, and I feel like I've you know kind of grown up watching him you know, play football, you know, he's, he was five years younger than me and I always kept in touch with him throughout the years and followed him along and now it's, it's cool watching him evolve um, as an athlete on the field and now be having the opportunity to give back to the local community as a coach um, in the community he grew up in. So I got him on the podcast tonight and um, full disclosure, you know, he actually has his own podcast. I'm going to give him some time to, to plug that <laughs> um, a little later, but what's going on, AB? How we doing? I'm excited to be here, man. It's... Uh... It's awesome being on the podcast. I know that you're uh, just getting into this world. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's a little scary out there, but I promise you, uh, just go with the flow and whatever comes off the head, and you'll see uh, that these things go a lot smoother than you think. So I'm excited to be here, excited to talk some Addison Trail, excited to talk a little bit of hustle. Listen to that. Okay. Hey, I already feel more comfortable having him on the podcast. He said he's been doing this for three years, so he's uh, he's an OG in the game. Um, but I wouldn't so, say that. No, I wouldn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> so, I mean, talk to me. What What's... What's your background? What, tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I uh, I didn't grow up in the Addison area. Uh, I grew up actually in Wooddale. I know it's close to Addison, but uh, I went to St. Peter's growing up and always, you know, growing up, I didn't know what high school I was going to go to because there was that, that little high school next to Addison Trail called Driscoll Catholic. Oh, yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, to Driscoll. They're, but They're building houses there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Blazer Park, yeah, whatever yeah, it was yeah, for a little yeah. bit. So I... Uh, you know, growing up, uh, seventh and eighth grade is when I really dug into digging in. I really got into figuring out what high school I wanted to go to, and it wasn't until I, I didn't share this with you before we were prepping for the show. It wasn't until uh, my eighth grade year I got into the football season, and one of my coaches brought us to uh, when the old Addison Trailways. We used to do the weight toss, oh, and I saw you guys. Yeah, some of those uh, kids don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. So I saw you guys throwing the weight around, and I was talking with my dad after the game, and. You know, CNAT 06 season, I'm sure you know a little bit about that year. A little bit about it. Um, you know, I, I knew it was going on at Driscoll. They were winning championships over and over. But I wanted to be a part of something different. I wanted to make a difference and be a part of a program that I thought at the time was going to make a big difference in Addison uh, besides Driscoll. And I, I just fell in love with Addison. I fell in love with the community. And I told myself, you know, I went to a private school my whole life from kindergarten through eighth grade. I wanted to be a part of Addison. I wanted to go to a public school. I wanted to go where more of the athletes were going. Uh, in terms of you know not being recruited and trying to make a spot for myself, you know Addison traditionally had great athletes, you know all the way back from the '90s oh, and yeah. early 2000s, um, and I fell in love with Addison Trail and the coaches there, and they welcomed me, my brother, uh, in with open arms, and then I started working out in eighth grade uh, with the varsity team, just coming in doing the the workouts with Coach Parpit oh, and then yeah. Paulie. Um, so I just I fell in love with the Addison community, and that's how I ended up going to AT. I love it. I love it, and the fact that you. You you made up your mind at you made up your mind at that young age that you wanted to make a difference, um, and that's something that I really took out of that conversation. And you made up your mind that you know, and then now like fast forwarding, you know, what's that mindset like? You know, what what sparked your interest in becoming a coach? Um, I know that is it making continue to make that difference. So I grew up um, full disclosure. My mom was a teacher, yeah. and uh, I always gave her crap about her profession, but secretly I always liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked going to visit her in her classroom and seeing her interact with the kids and 
she was working with the uh, the little ones, the toddlers, the at the at the preschool level. Yeah. So I, I knew I didn't want to deal with those ones. I, I just don't have the patience for those kids because you know I, I wasn't ready to be working as a, as in a, a a little bit of a grown man at that point. Uh, working with toddlers and pre-K and all that, but I knew I wanted to coach football um, after realizing that I was not blessed with size. Uh, I wanted to be a part of the game still, um, so I, I felt like the high school route was the way to go. I knew a lot of guys that were getting into the high school route, so um, I did everything I could to either you know start coaching in the college ranks or make my way back to high school. And you know, after realizing after coaching college ball for two years that there, it was a cutthroat profession, I'm sure you know a little totally. bit about that. Yeah. Um, I realized that I wanted a little bit more of a routine in my life, kind of knowing, hey, this is where I'm going to be, hopefully, for the rest of my life. And, you know, I just, it was luck of the draw. I got, mm-hmm. you know, I saw an opening at AT, uh, reached out to Dr. Helton, um, and there was an opening, and the rest is history. I, I found my spot, found myself right back in Addison Trail. Look at that. Look at that. So it does all come full circle. I mean, you, so you kind of touched on it a little bit, is you said you, I know you. I didn't know you played. I know. I didn't know you coached college ball for two years, but you did also play college ball locally for what four years, right? Well, three years three at Elmhurst, three years at Elmhurst, one year at St. Joe, where I started my career. Yeah. Um, my mom got a little sick, so I ended up making my way back home. Okay. Um, finished up three years at Elmhurst, and then I coached there for a year and a half. Very um, cool. Did two spring balls and then one full season. Okay. Um, you know, I actually did have two offers to go coach college ball um, out in North Carolina, one and then one up in Michigan. Uh, but I decided, you know, making $20,000, working, you know, 90-hour yeah. weeks mm-hmm. um, as compared to working, you know, how many hours a week as a high school coach as opposed to a college coach. Totally. I love coaching college, but, you know, those guys, my buddy, you know, over at, he's coaching at Valparaiso right now. This is his third gig in three years. So oh, I just, yeah. I, I wanted a little bit more of assurance in my life, knowing where I was going to be, being close to my family. I wasn't ready to give that up. No, I don't, I don't blame you. Being a part of, you know, where I went to school, the, the, the GAs and the, the lower assistant coaches, their turnover was so quick, like during this, even during the season sometimes. So, I mean, I feel like you made the, the best decision there. And I remember, so I was talking to you before uh, we, we hit play. And it was, so back when um, I went to, I went to catch, it was, a, it was a Saturday night and I went to catch a game, Illinois State and Western Illinois were playing down in normal. I went there um, and I planned my day accordingly so I can catch that 120 kickoff. And then drive back from normal, um, and then catch the Beltrano brothers like playing each other at Elmhurst. Um, so that was something that I never. I still have the picture. I can find it on my phone. I think I sent it to you recently. Yeah, you did. Um, so that, that that that's some that's something that you know I, I still remember, and I took and I like that's something that um, I'm sure you guys will never forget. Uh, I remember that was uh, that was something that really that that stuck out to me. Um, but as far as, you know, being a part, I mean, obviously you're a part of a coaching staff. So what do you think is the best trait that you bring to a coaching staff? You know, I'm, I'm somebody who's there who's going to be all about the kids. I want what's best for the kids no matter what. You know, you talk about right now, pandemic we're in right now. Yeah. And I wanted the kids to play, but I also want to make sure at the end of the day that they're safe. Um, whatever decision that I bring to the table with the coaching staff, it's all about for the betterment of the kids. So I'm all about self-reflection. I'm sure you know you and I have talked about it. You're all about self-reflection. So what can I do to better myself, to help better the kids, better the community? And it's all about relationship building. Um, you know, we get to see the kids as a freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior. And you know, last year was the biggest challenge for me working with the freshmen. With the freshmen, mm-hmm. um, Addison's a community where we don't have kids playing football. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's what can I bring to the table to help these kids make this a memorable experience. I, I want to do whatever I can to make a positive impact on them from their freshman year all the way up until their senior year. Because totally. for me, you know, 
as you know, I, I think I love my, my high school football years just as much as anybody else mm-hmm. out there. It was a special time growing up, playing with the boys, mm-hmm. playing with the Cowboys, um, just as everybody grew up playing with their, their local football you know establishment, their football program. Um, so I want to make sure that their four years here are the best that they can be, no matter what the record is. Because totally. at the end of the day, people don't people remember wins and losses, but they remember more of their connection with their friends and, of course, their coaches. That's that's great. I'm sitting here taking notes, and that's a lot of stuff that I know. Like we like we've had this conversation many times in the past, and. You know, what could you do to better yourself? What are you doing each day to get better? And that's something that you, I bet you talk to your kids about every single day. Um, and a matter of fact, I mean, relationship building, that's another one that really caught my eye because without those relationships, without those relationships, we wouldn't be sitting here talking right now. Um, and like I said, like like you said, you you coach the freshmen on the basketball level, and I bet you have a lot of contact with the freshman football players there. Um, and I feel like that's a very important position to be in is just to develop those freshmen and give them a, a good first impression uh, of the programs and of the the future and so that's i mean you're, they're definitely in good hands with you there um you know shaping them for the future yeah absolutely and you know the, the one thing that i i really hope that kids understand is that especially in the football program we love multi-sport athletes yep. and that's one thing that we definitely want to make sure that our kids understand don't specialize go out especially your freshman year that's the most important year Play three sports. Get involved in things in school. You know, given you know the situation we're in right now, I know it's a little bit different, but we like to make sure that these kids make the most of their freshman, sophomore, junior, and of course their senior mm-hmm. year, because these four years, as you know, they go by so fast. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not the everyday practices that you remember. It's the special moments. Those, those. I'm sure you have a couple of them yeah. that you remember with whether it was with a coach or another teammate, those special moments that stick out. And the more special moments that we can make for those kids, the more that they can remember, that's what we want to do every day for those kids. Of course, and I, I couldn't agree more. And that, you know, you, you kind of hit you kind of hit home on that, um, that specializing thing. That's a whole different podcast that we could touch on. But like a quick little, little fact is that there was times when I was getting, for example, I was getting looked at for football. I don't know if I told you this. Um, I was getting looked at by recruiters for football, but I got... I got them coming to my basketball games. And after my basketball games, I never forget, I had U of I's coach come into a practice to come check it out. And then after a, a football, after um, after a basketball game, I got offered a scholarship for a football. So, because they watched me play basketball. So it's like, and that's something that I, when I sit down with parents and they're focused on one sport, I'll tell them that story and they'll be like, oh, okay. So then, like, then it's, it's it, you have to do that nowadays. And that's the one thing. That well, way. yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. I think it makes you a full-rounded athlete. Yeah, and and you know, I just saw a stat the other day: ninety percent of the athletes in the Super Bowl played more than one I saw sport. That. I saw that. You know, mm-hmm. so that's that's my biggest message: is go out, especially your freshman year, yeah. moving forward, play more than one sport. Yep, I love it. I love it. So now, being a local kid, well, now kind of local because of uh, you know Wooddale, but still being a local kid, who and now you're sitting here with the opportunity to impact the local community from a different standpoint, from a coaching standpoint, how, how does that feel? It's awesome. I mean, I, you and I have seen this community change since we've been here, mm-hmm. but Addison kids are always going to be Addison kids. Mm-hmm. And that's what we just try to instill in them is, hey, Addison's always going to be the smaller team. We're never going to be the Giants. We're never going to line up against somebody and be bigger, mm-hmm. bigger than them. But what we can teach is toughness mm-hmm. and having a mindset of, hey, I know that I'm going to go in each day and I'm going to give it my all. And that's what we try to instill. And, you know, 
my stature, I was never the biggest kid out there. You know, I was no, growing up, and yeah. then everybody else totally, caught up to me, totally. but, unfortunately. But, but those two traits are two, two things that you brought to the table. is toughness and effort. Like, right. You know that when AB was playing, those two things were never going to be questioned. I, and I appreciate and, that. And, we, that's, and that's things that, you know, that's a compliment because you control both of those things. And that's the mindset that I bet you approach your kids with, is that it doesn't matter how big that person is, or whatever, how fast they are. I don't give a shit if you're the biggest, strongest, whatever it may be, but you're not going to be tougher than me and you're not going to put forth more effort than me because we control those things and our attitude as well. So throw that third thing in there. Um, so those three things right there is, you know, Yeah, I, sure. I always went in with the mindset, I'm sure you did, that nobody was going to outwork me. Oh, there was never yeah. going to be a question that he wasn't giving it his all. Okay. Whether, and, you know, I take that same mindset now to coaching. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't want the kids to come to practice and say, hey, Coach AB wasn't ready to go. Hey, Coach AB didn't know the game plan. Coach mm -hmm. AB didn't have practice yeah, ready for us. Totally. You're focusing on what you can control. Absolutely. Right now. And even, it's even now more so in the pandemic that we're in, you got to focus on what you can control even more um, to lead by example for the kids. Um, so, that, I mean, I guarantee you're doing that. <laughs> trying to do daily, <laughs> yes, man. Yes. It's, it's been a struggle, but we're trying to do daily. Um, so now... Um, what, I mean, you, I mean, we kind of just mentioned three good qualities, but I want to, I want you to elaborate more on what you think they are and what are your top three qualities that you've noticed in successful athletes that you've coached? Well, I think the first one is coachability. Okay. Um, I think that it's, it's being open to, I don't want to say criticism, but open to opinions. Hey, we're talking about basketball. Hey, why don't you try this on your jump shot? Maybe, you know, I'm not just a football guy. I do know a little bit of other sports too, but You know, being open-minded, taking mm -hmm. criticisms, taking coaching, and being able to yep. adapt. Um, I, I think flexibility is definitely something that I've seen. Uh, and I'm not talking about uh, in terms of, you know, being able to stretch, but mm -hmm. flexibility, being able to adapt. Hey, you know, we have a game today, we have a game tomorrow, and then tomorrow I want you in the, in the weight room. You know, being able to work around a schedule because, mm -hmm. you know, like we're talking about right now, pandemic i mean mm -hmm. we're adding basketball games we're removing yeah. basketball games just being flexible being able to show up mm -hmm. no matter what the, the time is hey coach wants us in the weight room after a game on a, after a friday night game we're going to get in the weight room and we're still going to work totally. because we need to get all those those toxins out of our body mm -hmm. all those those joints that we need to start working again you know that's that's this kind of stuff that we don't want to spend time teaching on because it, let's face it you know running in the weight room too The kids that have it, the kids that bring that, those are the kids that we don't have to spend time on. Mm -hmm. It's the kids that we have to spend time on. It's like kind of the unnecessary. Yeah. And then I think lastly is just the time management. And I think that that comes with either grades, um, finding time for the weight room, finding time for family, finding the right time to, hey, I want to have a good time, but I also want to work. Totally. Um, there's a I, fine line there. There's a fine yeah. line between all of them. And mm -hmm. I think the best athletes make it work. Obviously, you have your... You know your uh, needle in the haystack type of athletes that totally. can just show up and whenever they want and make totally. it work. But those are the type of athletes that are going to be playing uh, on Saturday's big time ball or Absolutely. playing uh, at the college ranks, whatever sport it may be. But you know, just being able to show up um, when coaches are calling them upon them, um, I think those things to me are the, the biggest takeaways. These are some good takeaways. I wasn't expecting these three. From you. These, are, these are good. Addison Trail Education, baby. It's good. I love it. I love it. So I mean. These are three good points. I mean, the coachability is obviously important, and these kids being able to handle criticism and and the way they handle criticism is something that I, I mean, you probably look into is like what what I talk to with some of the athletes at Hustle is the the growth mindset and how do you handle when things don't go your way? Do you rise up to the challenge or do you just you know shy away from it? Um, so that's I mean that, that's something that I love and the the flexibility and being able to adapt. And right now it's like I know you're a LeBron guy. Um, 
you've been seeing his Instagram stories. He's he's working out before his games, you know, and he's po- I mean, he's been doing this for 18 years, but now he's starting to post about it. And I had a conversation with a basketball player who plays basketball at Addison Trail, name not to be mentioned. Um, he was telling me that he couldn't work out because he has a game tomorrow, and it was like. Um, no, you you could you could work out. We can make it work for you. You don't have to be going balls to the wall every single day, um, you know. And then I brought up the fact of, hey, LeBron's doing it, and he's been in the league 18 years. You're not even 16 16 years old. You could do it too. Um, so that's something that I love that you're preaching to the kids as well. And then, obviously, the time management's huge. You know, if if you can't manage your own time, you know, it's I mean, you're not you're not set up for success. That, that plain and simple. And yeah, and I think that that was the one thing that. You know, playing high school ball, being involved in athletics, whatever sport it may be, being involved in, in schoolwork, because that was the one thing my parents always instilled in me is, you know, that's between athletics and schoolwork, I'm sure you know just as well, is creating time for both and finding that also wanting to have a social life. Yep. Sports taught me all that stuff because I had I always wanted to work around sports. That was the most important thing yep. in my life, especially in high school. And that's what that's why I preach, hey, sports is going to teach you everything you need in life. Mm-hmm. Friends relationships, totally. time management, everything you need comes from sport. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't agree more. And I'm going to add one more thing to that is like, um, what, you know, I tell people what I learned in the game of, from the game of football, um, helped shape my business and, and the way I, the way I approach not only my business, but life. And, and that, that's without, without football, I would not be where, you know, where I'm at or where I want to go and have the mindset that I do. I'd rather take, you know, a football education over a regular school education, if that makes any sense, because it's the real life, the real education, and the experience um, that says a lot. Yeah, I think you hit it on right there. I know we're gonna relate to somebody who's been in, into into what we're into. Yeah, uh, you know, we we speak their language, we totally. understand what they've been through. They've been through the war just like us. Totally, totally, I love it. So now, best part about being a coach. I think it's, you know, I was thinking about that on the way here, um, just kind of looking over some of these questions that we prepped for. I think it's just seeing a kid walk in as a, a no-brain, no-idea-what's-going-on freshman, and then seeing them four years later as a senior, what they've been through, how they've grown. And we probably see it more than they do because they're living it every day. But, mm-hmm. you know, I can remember some of now, I, we got a couple of kids coming back that we just see, you know, they're juniors, they're seniors in college now. Yep. And I'm like, hey... I remember when this kid was lost as a yeah. freshman, and now I'm looking back on him in college or successful in life or a lady that I've had in, cl- in class. It, it's just great seeing the development of this kid, these kids and just knowing that I had just a, a little tiny impact. Maybe they don't even realize it, but in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, hey, I affected their life in the slightest bit of a way, and that makes me totally. just a little bit happy. I love it. I love it. And you just having that little 1%. It, it, it kind of it's very gratifying, I bet. And, and you see it too yeah. with your athletes mm-hmm. that come in, and yep. you're watching them as you do when they're playing on Saturdays, totally. or, or when they're playing whenever sport they're playing. Yeah. It, it's awesome. Yeah, even you know, even so, even the adult fitness program too is seeing these people, you know, see their results over the years, or just overcome things that are challenges for them. And athletes that have been a part of the program for you know five years and seeing them develop over the years and seeing them from awkward looking kids who can't even do a proper squat to now they're doing you know. 300 plus pounds on their deadlifts and stuff like that and then um so that it's that, i mean we could definitely relate on that relate on that and the that's super gratifying um but i mean before we close it out i mean i want to give you the give you the floor a little bit tell me um first of all if you have anything else to say um or and then and then give us a little give us a little um preview of your podcast <laughs> uh so the one thing i want to hit on is is how 
how much we appreciate what you've done for our kids in the community. I know that the kids that have gone through Hustle and everything that you've done with our football program, we truly do appreciate. And obviously that's why we want you to be around. That's why we keep you around. Uh, because everybody that's been through your program loves it. And I, I hope that, you know, we can do everything we can to support your program just as oh, you do, totally. just as you do for us, you know. And everybody that's gone through your program, they love it. Uh, they continue to recruit kids. And that's what it's about, man, because, you know, Addison is always going to stay within Addison. Totally. And as long as Hustle's around, Addison Trail and Hustle should forever be connected if it's up to me. Oh, hey, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Means, that means a lot right there. <laughs> Absolutely. So we're, we're going to do everything we can, and I'm sure the word's going to keep getting around. Um, the podcast, you know, I've been doing it now for three years. It's no big thing. Uh, we'll have to have you on sometime and uh, Give me talk some, some more stuff. experience first. Yeah, no, no, no. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> some stuff outside of uh, health, fitness, and high school football. But um, it's at Chicago Crossover, Shy Crossover One on Twitter. Um, you know, we just do our thing talking Chicago sports, and we're just two idiots. Me and my buddy that also graduated from Madison Trail, who, you know, most of the time it's us, unfortunately, talking about the, the downs of being a Chicago, Chicago. fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, just like you, we, we like to talk. We, we have some special guests on, too, just to, to, to network, just like you totally. do, you know, just to build relationships, develop those relationships, and spark other people's opinions. Maybe it gives us something in our mind that we didn't see it that way, just... Kind of like you, you know, you're getting to know other people who are part of the community that you're a part of. Totally. I love it. I love it. But, A.B., this was great. Um, I appreciate you coming in. By the way, we had, a, we, had a little, we had a little whiskey on this podcast. I hope that's okay with you listeners. Um, sorry. As long as the high schoolers aren't yeah, listening. Okay, you know, I did then. I did. What's well, all right. I'm, I'm a Delta. Yeah, they should yeah, understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we, uh, thanks, thanks for coming over uh, to do this. I really appreciate it. Um, and guys, check out AB. He's going to be, check him out on his podcast. But obviously, when sports get back open, he's a coach on the basketball court and on the football field. So make sure you check him out um, over at Addison Trail. And uh, again, thanks for listening. Thanks, AB. And thanks for hustling.